Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. says women can do anything but they shouldn't have to. Amen. And ironically also kind of what we're talking about today. <gasps> I didn't even think of that. I just put it on because I didn't feel like putting a bra on. Oh my god, I don't have a bra on either. Braless podcast. Also women empowerment. Opposite of women's empowerment. Why are the Kiss Impress eyelashes $15 and they come with this big ass tweezer every time? I don't need a new tweezer every time. I know exactly what you mean and it, oh, you know what? It's not a cute thing. My dog has anxiety and I buy these pheromones that plug into the wall. They don't work, but I, they make me feel like I'm doing something for her other than the Prozac. Doesn't she have like the highest Prozac dosage of like any dog in Los Angeles? For her weight, it's way too much, allegedly. Mood. So you have to get special approval to even get it. Regardless, it's like a Glade plug-in with pheromones and every time they give you a fucking plug-in. And I'm like, I I have the plug. Maybe it's because they know it doesn't work. So they, they just assume it's going to be a one-time purchase for everyone. You might be right. Because that's a lot of plastic too. Kiss lashes are excellent though. No, like I actually think that it is moving my life forward more than the US government. Like the Kiss Impress lashes have given me more freedom than any government body has. Embrace that because we don't get that feeling a lot. And when we do, we have to chase it. Exactly. Well, welcome back to Teacher Quit Talk. We're talking about something near and dear to my heart. And we tried to get a guest on, but things went sideways today. So we're not having one. <laughs> a lot happened. We were we were up and we were down and then we were back up and then we were down and then now we're back up again. You wouldn't believe the messages I was sending today. I was like, can you do this day? Never mind. Can you do this time? I was just kidding before. I was like unsending shit on Instagram Messenger. We were really rolling with the punches. No, really today was a roll with the punches type of day. Yeah. And I, that's why I'm glad that I'm talking about that I'm teaching again because I'm like, oh my God. It's like, okay, we got open house okay y'all did not learn a single thing and now i have to replan an entire weeks of lessons and stay two hours after school that's fine lean with it rock with it <laughs> lean with it rock with it is like the motto of school doesn't the department of education have like a little crest yeah it should be on there it is you just have to look really close and kind of squint I um, I had a mentee B today because I want to go back to school so bad. I was like, I'm not going to make it one more year. And then I was like, but childcare costs. And then I was like, you know what we should talk about today, Redacted? Maternity leave and childcare. All of the things that are the reasons that I left. It's very depressing, actually. It is. Every day I find myself asking, y'all really don't want us to work here. Like, I really feel like you're making it abundantly clear to me. I'm going to stay. But I can tell you don't want me to. It's hostile. Like, did I do something? Are you mad at me? Do we have like a generational family feud? Oh, redacted. Yesterday, I was doing my reading for grad school. First of all, have never felt so smart in my life. Oh. God, I'm on such a high. Love that feeling. Like, I'm learning. Learning. 
I was reading a chapter from the Pedagogy of the Oppressed last night, and I was like, ready to go. And they were just talking about how like schools have always been designed to like just maintain the status quo at the best case. And I think about that all the time when I'm like, why are these policies set up this way? Like I can't think about it too long because I'm like, ooh, that is spooky. If I had to pick between sleeping in a little sleeping bag in a graveyard and doing an in-depth policy review of the United States Department of Education, I'm picking graveyard. That's not- Well, they set up teaching and education as like, we're so family oriented. You can have a family. You're yeah. the same hours as your kids. But to actually make and pop out the baby, they make it impossible. I do wonder as a society, do we not realize that like to further humanity, we have to have kids? So like, I'm wondering what the long game is here. Should I just like tell why I left? Yes. Give like a whole timeline. Okay, it's not that exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's really not. So I, 2021-22 school year, I was teaching third grade. The school year started on September 1st. I was pregnant by the 4th. I just spent the whole year pregnant. We should probably cut this part out, but you were had enough energy to fuck after the first couple days of teaching third grade. If you're my mother or my family member, please If you're off. my principal, please just drive your car off the road right now. <laughs> if you're like... From the media, if you're an interviewer. Turn it down. Turn it down. <laughs> if you have made eye contact with me, ever. I got drunk at Benihana on two mojitos. Conceived. That is the secret sauce. The Benihana mojitos. So, I got sick super early, so I had to tell my principal. I told her, like, immediately, and I told the teacher across the hall, because I was barfing like what am I supposed to do I would have taken the test in her office bathroom she would have let me so I told her the year goes on we find a sub for me it's very difficult to find a sub for my class we had to like pay my sub extra money and grovel for him to cover my class and he did so in the state of California and I I want to say like to my understanding because I've come to realize that there are just things that they don't tell you. When I posted about this on TikTok, tons of people were like, no, you get this, you get that, like call this department. And I was like, holy shit, like I didn't even know that that was an option afforded to me Mm -hmm. until other parents had told me. So I think as soon as you get pregnant, you should get like a free lawyer. Right? Like somebody (laughs) to like sift through all of this shit. HR representative of sorts. So to my understanding, I get four weeks before my due date and six to eight weeks after my due date. And then there's like other stipulations if something is wrong or there's like a medical thing that you need to extend it for. Like that's a whole other can of worms. So I went out, gave birth two weeks later, still took my six weeks after, it took me into the summer. And then I was starting the school year in a new school with 12 weeks of FMLA. The tricky part with the like pay thing is I still to this day don't really understand how you get paid. What my HR people actually just told me because I had to go to the little session on it and they were telling me that I should pay to get short-term disability because they were like if you get pregnant that's what pays you so you should pay for it because it's pretty cheap and they were like you're gonna be pissed if you get pregnant and you don't have it and I was like girly if I get pregnant we're gonna be pissed about a lot of stuff so that's just one more to add to it yes I was under the assumption that I wouldn't get it because I was only at that school for one year when I got pregnant well I was there for three days when I got pregnant but that's a whole 
whole thing. But I called and I was like, I don't think I get this. And they were like, no, you get this. The whole system is just so confusing. And I feel like they make it confusing on purpose. That's one thing I will say. The company that I worked for, they had a maternity policy that was like dope as hell. It was actually a gender neutral parental leave policy. So no matter what your gender is, if you acquire a child, you get three months off. And then they give you like a half month where it's like you're like part time. And that seems like pretty like humane and reasonable to me. Yeah. It'd be really cool if everyone could get on that. I know. So our district covered 50% of our paycheck. And then with my short term disability, it took it to 70%. But like the eligibility period, I have no idea how that worked or why I got it or whatever. I literally feel like sometimes they're making it up as they go along. Like I think they're just like, yeah, girl, if you're, if you're, your due date is on a Thursday and you started working here on a full moon, you're covered. So you're good. So sign right here. Don't read it. Yeah, seriously. So my coworker was getting displaced at the end of the school year. And I didn't think that was fair because she was going to start the school year with the kids and I was going to come back November 28th. I was like, why should you get displaced and have to worry about it all summer? Like, are you going to get a new school site? Are you going to get a new assignment? Like, what's going to happen? If I get displaced voluntarily, I get to pick the school I go to. Well, I get to like put my preferences in. Plus, I, I if I don't get placed by the time the school year starts, I won't be out of luck because I'm still on leave. That's the most you thing ever, can I just say? <laughs> I went to my principal and I was like, hey, like, I'm going to displace myself so so-and-so doesn't have to leave because that's so silly. And I got to put in for kindergarten which was where I wanted to go back to and she was like yes of course so I did get moved to a new school site with a kindergarten class and I went in to set up my classroom and that was when like all the weirdness happened with like they had bought a bunch of furniture and like told us what to do with it it was like really a strange situation set up my room met my long-term sub who to this day has all of my column corner stuff two different pieces of my furniture, a mini armchair for the children. Not the mini armchair. The mini armchair was lost to time. I'm skipping ahead again, sorry. So I went in, set up, everything was great, but I just couldn't get a hold of anybody in HR. And I'm like calling and calling and calling. I literally from the hospital turned in all the paperwork that I was supposed to and nobody was answering me, but I had turned it in and it had been received. So I was like, I'm sure everything's fine. I'm just being silly. And then I finally get a hold of somebody in the HR office and they're like, so-and-so that you turned that form into quit and that position's actually vacant. So let me like do some investigating. She informs me then that my form was lost. And then she goes, oh, I see what it was. Your principal said that you couldn't take FMLA. They denied your FMLA. And I was like, how does, no, that cannot be right. That cannot no, be right. No, that, it wasn't. I was going to say FMLA, <laughs> I thought is a federal law. I know that not to discount principles, but I know that a elementary school principal does not have more authority than the federal government of the United States. No, she thought that I was asking and I was more, you ask to inform kind of thing. So I was like, oh, that's, that's really not hostile at all. I feel fine. Wait, what did she think? I'm she so, thought I put in for leave. 
And it's a form you're requesting extended leave, but you check the box that says FMLA. Oh. So she didn't want me to go because there was another teacher going out on maternity. My long-term sub was going to become the roving sub or the roving para or something. It was a very, it was a unique position. She was going to be on a cart supporting multiple classes. There's the cart. There was a when cart. When you think the cart is gone, the cart returns. We had to bring it back for our one year anniversary episode we had to bring the cart back so she didn't want me to go because if I leave then she has to find a second long-term sub I mean she had a pretty long runway I don't know her I never met her so I don't want to speak ill of her but it was pretty fucked up <laughs> because like how do you think you can just deny someone's FMLA like, no, you, you can't you're like well I don't care what the federal government has to say fuck you fuck your baby I got a sub on a cart so now what how am I supposed to find somebody else to drive the cart so at the end of the day I don't care what the supreme court says I don't care what your baby says I need you here and I need you to bring the tiny armchair immediately yeah well they still have it they they got that out of the deal but um hr said on the phone they were like she knows she's not supposed to do that so just submit it again and she'll say yes and i remember i was in the middle of a home goods having like a mental breakdown this is why you should always record every conversation with hr actually check and make sure that's legal in your state it's, it's very- not legal in ours so i'm like i, I received this phone call and i'm having a menti be in home goods being like what the hell am I going to do? Like, I wanted to go back to kindergarten, but I'm also dealing with postpartum anxiety, thinking my dog was going to kill my baby 24-7. So far, so good on that front. Everybody keeps asking for an update. It's fine. So it's not great, but we're in a stable place is what I'm hearing. Nobody has been bitten. So we're good. We're chugging along over here. So anyways, I call HR back and I'm like, uh, because I hung up the phone being like, I'll do that. Yeah, sure. And then after pondering, I called them back immediately and said, actually, I resign. I love a hard launch quit. I've done it twice. <laughs> no, three times. I've done it three times. Mind you, I had I had set up my room. My shit was in that room. I had a key. I I was like, I'm, I resign. My Uber's here. She goes, you can do that too. And I was like, all right, I'll turn the paperwork in tonight. And I resigned and never went back to get my stuff. I just dipped. So I have one picture of Jay in mommy's classroom. And then that was it. Worth it. Yeah. Do it for the gram. I did it for the gram. The most serious do it for the gram I've ever heard. (laughs) It was really sad. But, you know, like... I remember when Thanksgiving came and went being like, ooh, shit, I'm not ready to go back anyways. I wasn't like in a really horrible place. Like I've been really fortunate to have like a pretty chill postpartum season, but I still just wasn't feeling like I wanted to go. Yeah. And then I was like, I would have had to if I hadn't been kind of forced to resign, but I wasn't forced to resign, but I felt like I had just moved away. So do I really want to be commuting 45 minutes back and forth every day? No. And paying for that daycare time? No. Mm -hmm. And then also like the district, like I had issues with the district overall. So I was like, I don't even want to be in that district. There was just like no reason to stay. Like there was no reason. There was like no pull. I wasn't with my principal that I liked anymore. I was with a principal that told me you can't take FMLA. That's just like, I'm really not over that. And I don't think I'll be over it for years to come because that's bananas. I didn't understand the gravity of that until like kind of recently. Like when she said she rejected it, I was like, oh fuck, what am I going to do? 
wish he rejected You thought it. it was a fucking field trip form. If I knew what I knew now, I would have been like, absolutely not. Ooh. My rights are being violated. Ooh. Like, I would have been... I would have made probably a stink about it, but not with the HR lady. She was super sweet. But the rejecting of the FMLA because she didn't want to find another sub. Like, if you don't post a Craigslist ad and move on with your life. (laughs) I couldn't believe HR told me that. Was she hazing you? And I had gotten feedback from, because I was clearing my credential at the time, which is another thing people ask me about a lot. What happened with your credential, Fraz? I let it expire because I called HR and said, hey, I want to extend my credential. I do not want to let it lapse. I called them twice and I have it in writing. They were like, let it lapse and then we'll help you. And I was like, that seems wrong. But that's what they said to me. Once you're already out of luck and unemployable, then we'll maybe help you. Yeah. We will not talk to you till you're at your low. (laughs) You wanted to be proactive? No, we want to see you grovel. I want you to come to me on your hands and knees and say, please, please give me a credential. And then I shall take your phone call. And I have to say, and this was the HR at the district, because it's a little complicated because I was in the middle of clearing it. And I honestly should have just pushed for getting it cleared in one year, but I didn't. They wanted a teacher observation form that said exemplary. People in hell want ice water. I didn't get exemplary my third year teaching. And I wasn't going to email my old admin and be like, hey, can you write me a recommendation letter to say that I was exemplary? Even though we both know that that was not true. My instructional design sucks ass, Mm. but please lie. No. Anyways, I emailed with a CTC and I was like, hey, I want to get an extension. The person that responded to me was like, smiley face, smiley face. What kind of extension would you like? And it was like the cheeriest exchange with like a government email. Like it's very, you know how that's like so sterile and like governmenty. Yeah. The juxtaposition there was so fucking weird, but I was like, okay, I guess it's going to be fine. So wait, you do have your credential? It got extended? Not yet. Oh. But it, on the CTC's website, it says active, but it also says it expired June 18th. So who's Never say? let them know your next move. But I'm not super concerned about it. I think I think we're all going to be okay. They're not going to make me go back to the credential program. In this climate... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Whenever I'm like hypothetically talking about teaching, I'm like, teachers should be trained. They should get all these resources. And then as soon as a government entity is like, Mr. Dacted, you legally have to go to this class. I'm like, first of all, I know what I'm doing. I literally am mutuals with Miss Frazzled. So I've learned everything I need to know about classroom management. I don't know what you could possibly have to tell me in your master's program that I don't already know. At risk of people from my master's listening to this, it is a very, very, strange experience so far. I pray that when I go into my master's program, it's a bunch of people that have never taught and I can sit with like a cup of ale and poor posture and be like, gather around so I can tell you the truth. So many of them have never taught. A lot of them are like straight out of their credential program and then they go from credential to grad program. I have heard some of 
the most fantastical ideas. <laughs> Everyone has great ideas. Everyone's so they creative. Have great ideas and i love it for them i'm so excited for you to do that truly i truly i really do mean that that i am so excited for you to do that and i genuinely hope it goes awesome because it is a good idea anyways just the whole way everything set up sucks but like um, the the hr of it all is really so jarring the more you learn about it and like Big, big fat disclaimer on this. We know it's not the fault of the HR employees, obviously. I'm obviously. sure if they had their way, we would all get better leave. I found that usually most HR employees feel like they're doing the devil's work. In my experience, they're usually, they feel bad when they tell you stuff. I want to look up what the average maternity leave in the U.S. That's is. That's what I'm, I don't I'm know. looking at Californians right now. Because I'm so, I cannot stress enough how confusing it is and how little I understand, even though I've gone through through the whole thing. So California Family Rights Act and paid family leave. The California Family Rights Act authorizes eligible employees to take up to a total of 12 weeks paid or unpaid job protected leave during a 12 month period. So I thought that was FMLA. That's under a different tab. I don't know the difference. (laughs) Oh, wait, this is what I was confused about with the how long you have to work somewhere to be eligible for it. I was confused because for FMLA, you have to have been employed by your employer for at least 12 months, but because it goes from when my paid family leave runs out and then I had the whole summer and then it took me to the beginning of the school year. Like they counted that as- Oh, as like employment time. A year. Like even though you weren't working. Yeah, because I had started PD over the summer. Got it, got it. So this is a poll of 600 teachers. So obviously that's not like a huge, huge sample size, but it says the results are just dressing of the 600 people. This is about paid time off, not unpaid, but paid. 60% said they got no paid time off other than their sick or personal days accrued. 30% said they got between six to 12 weeks off, although most of it was unpaid. And then only a few people got more than 12 weeks off. It's so crazy to me how much it varies everywhere. Yes. You're at the mercy of your state or your district sometimes. Yeah. California's maternity leave is pretty good. Like, even though my FMLA is unpaid, I had paid family leave. So just for context here, this is one thing that like, to me, to land our plane of teachers and quitting and teacher retention, districts will so easily go on the news, go on social media and say, we have a shortage, we have all these vacancies, we have all these vacancies. But there's very tangible things that you can do to recruit employees and attract employees. And just like you're saying, people switch between districts, between charter, between public. And like, if you actually want to solve your problem, I am sure there are many people out there that would choose one district over another because of a maternity leave policy. Because according to the American Academy of Pediatrics and the Pediatric Policy Council, like every doctor ever recommends 12 weeks minimum. So like if you actually want to recruit and retain your employees, maybe listen to the literal doctors say on the matter. Did you find out who was paying you? Kind of. Well, I figured (laughs) out more context around it, at least. It's also crazy that everyone has to cobble together their maternity leave from like, oh, I can get a couple weeks unpaid from FMLA. If I had accrued sick leave, if I take PTO, the this state, like you have to cobble together as much time as you possibly can when we don't have to do it this way. Like we can literally, districts can say maternity leave is full paid three months 
Boom. You want to use a month of it before? Okay. You want to break it in half? Use a month and a half? Come back for a month? Use a month? Whatever, man. Yeah. It's very confusing, like, what the difference between, like, medical leave and parental care is. I should, in theory, be able to fully understand what it is and how it works because I went through it and I I can't. No, it's still, I don't think, the the people in HR couldn't explain it to you. Like, don't be hard on yourself for not understanding it because no one does. No, I know. There's probably, like, one wizard in the White House that understands it. That's who was answering your chat on that website. Mm-hmm. One other thing that I wanted to look up is LAUSD, their pay scale versus childcare and rent. Childcare is a piece we haven't even talked about yet. I know, it's horrible. This is the thing that gets me the most about childcare. Where is the money going? Because childcare workers get paid so little. I like barely got above minimum wage when I worked at a daycare. Where's the money going? Like who's getting it? It's horrible. And a lot of the teaching positions pay less than decent childcare. And one thing that I'll say too is, and I saw this firsthand from being a daycare kid and then later teaching on a video camera during the pandemic where I saw kids in daycares, they vary wildly. And like, there are certainly daycares that are very, very affordable. So you would be teaching kids on Zoom and they would be at daycare doing Zoom school? Yes. That makes total sense, but I had just never thought about it. Yeah. Oh, spooky. Continue. Sorry. No. I mean, it was the the very, very affordable childcare centers are often very overcrowded and it's like, or overwhelmed. And yes, like there's ratio laws and all of that, but- Those don't always get followed. It doesn't. And we know that. And it's such a- challenge for parents because every parent that sends their child to daycare has no other choice like you need child care it's expensive as fuck and then like when I would watch kids on zoom there would be kids in some daycares where there's just screaming like yeah you, they would unmute and everything in the background is like screaming and running and like it's just a very stressful environment so what you're what you're faced with as a parent who's on a teacher's salary is okay do you go for a really affordable child care center and maybe sacrifice things like child to teacher ratio or do you spend half your fucking paycheck on daycare every single month. And then if your kids get sick... And you still have to pay the daycare when they're sick. We just had this discussion about Jay the other day. We're watching her peers who go to daycare or go to preschool, and they get so, so sick. They get sick all the time. It's like our first year teaching for them. (laughs) No, it really is. (laughs) They can barely handle it. Right. And then you plan that you're going to have childcare that day. It's arguably sometimes worse than having no childcare because at least you fucking know you're not going to have childcare. But if your kids get sent home for barfing, well, shit, I guess I'm not doing any work today. Now I'm in the middle of the work day. Like I got to leave. Yeah. And of course, like we do what we have to as parents, but like, it's just a very stressful and precarious situation. It's and a very like, delicate dance. Yeah. And forget a nanny. Are you kidding? Unless you have a rich partner, how the hell are you going to afford an LA nanny on a teacher's salary? $30 an hour with benefits and time off and everything. Like, Can I, I'll be your nanny. I'll move in. A, a nanny is a luxury. It's like a personal chef or something now. I was a nanny, so like I can say this. I got, you know, I remember when they paid me the first time, I was like, are you sure you want to give me this much money? Okay. People pay a lot for nannies. So 
If you do five day a week daycare in Los Angeles County, it definitely ranges. It can be like $300 to $3,000, but typically it's around $1,500. And that's what I've seen for myself as well. And that's five day a week care. $1,500 a month. A month. That's like literally how much we pay to rent this entire house. Yes. And average rent in Los Angeles for a one bedroom is $2,500 to $3,000. The kids are not all right. No. So... If you're a single parent, granted, like, you get certain breaks, like, from the government, but not enough, never enough. Mm-hmm. And a first-year teacher in Los Angeles is going to make $56,000. It's not adding up for me. Your rent, that means that your paycheck before tax every month is $4,675. Between rent and childcare, that's your entire paycheck, the whole thing. So make sure you don't need food or transportation or anything like that. Right. And you need a car in LA. So something's got to give, right? Like, are are you going to live in a studio? Are you going to send your kid to a daycare that's a little more affordable and risk it not being as high quality? Like Like, some daycares are really scary. The one I worked at was Early Head Start. So it's funded through Department of Child and Family Services. So we were very strict about ratios and food and like everything. But some of my coworkers there had worked at other places and would tell me horror stories. One of them was alone for an entire day, multiple times in the two-year-old room with just her and over 15 two-year-olds the whole day. And she told me, she said, all you're doing is feeding and changing diapers the whole day. No one's getting played with. No one's getting held. No one's getting talked to. It's very, very difficult. And like, I have the utmost respect for daycare workers that are committed to what they do and above water and like do everything by the book. Like, I appreciate that very much because I was a daycare kid. I was a latchkey kid. I was the daughter of a single parent who had no other choice. She was a night nurse. So that was the best case scenario was my mom getting zero sleep or sleeping while I was at school. But like I had some horrible, horrible things occur to me at daycares that were in homes that were overcrowded, not up to government standards. Like these are places that my mom researched. These are people that my mom knew. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, she did the very, very best that she could. All that to say, like, it's just very unfortunate that like teachers are being forced to decide between childcare for their child or their career where they're caring for other people's children. And that just like really makes it so much more of a slap in the face that you're caring for other people's children. Like it just makes it feel worse. A career that should be very family oriented and family friendly and like great for people that want to have kids. It doesn't feel like that is a priority. And like that's why I'm not back in the classroom because I cannot afford to send Jay to daycare. I can't in my mind justify making the salary that I was making and then sending 50% of it to her daycare every month. It just makes no, no sense at all. So I'm making a little bit of extra money that I could make working 20 hours a week for an ed tech company. It's just like when you look at it very rationally and logically and like when you literally like think like a business person and look at the numbers of it, it makes no sense. The costs just outweigh the benefits so much in every single 
single way, emotionally, mentally, health-wise, financially, like all of it. So there is something called the U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development. They set the income limits that determine the eligibility for assisted housing. So I just read you what a first-year teacher makes, $56,107. If you did a credential program, which is how it's structured in California, you do a four-year degree, and then afterwards, you do 42 credits to get your credential. That would put you at step four on the salary schedule at LAUSD. Step one is $56,107. Step four for a first-year teacher who has a credentialing program under their belt, (laughs) $56,838. That's a $731 difference for a whole year of your life in a program. For two years of your life, if you spread it out in work, if you only do the nine-month credential program where you can't work because you don't have fucking time, yeah, one year of your life. But all that to say, if you are three people in your house, $56,750 is the very low income level. It's not federal poverty, but... It's very close. (laughs) There's low income, very low income, extremely low income, and federal poverty level. It's so embarrassing for us as a country. Like, literally, we are clowns and welcome to the circus. Very, very, very unfortunate. As of June 26, 2023, KTLA put out a story that... In LA, if you make $70,000 a year, you are considered low income. That on the salary schedule, if you have a credential and you only have a credential, you didn't get any other salary points, you would hit that on year nine. $70,277. It's so embarrassing. It is. I remember I came to the same realization in Miami because they're the same way. Like they really don't really pay for years of experience and things like that. Because I was making like forty-seven. And it, it was going to be t- like 11 or 12 years before I crossed the 50,000. Disgusting. I was like, it's going to take me 12 years to make 50 grand. Right? So we got some submissions from you guys about like what has happened with you with maternity leave and childcare, like how that's worked out for you. A lot of you said you didn't have job protection. Oh. Yeah. So like you could take time off. They're like, go, go ahead, honey. Heal well. Bond. They were like. You have five days of sick leave, so you should be all good. We'll see you on Tuesday. And if not, uh, we're going to have to hire somebody else. We need somebody on that damn cart. (laughs) The cart cart does have to be manned at all times. Um, That was made clear to you on the first day of school. Yes. Some people have pointed out having multiples at once, which is something that I didn't even have to think about. Like daycare for twins or triplets. So they should give do? you like a like a bogo for that for real. Like, they give you like a very minor bogo, but not really, because I've been like, oh well, when I have two, it'll they'll give me a discount. No, <laughs> fat chance. Like we actually charge you not just double. There's another thirty percent fee on top of that. Mm-hmm. Someone said that they were a preschool teacher who couldn't afford to send their kid to their preschool. They don't let you just bring them. I know you would think. <laughs> like they're like, I already have to be here. Where Where do you want me to put it? Tons and tons and tons of people are bringing up that they almost quit or did quit or couldn't go back because of the price of childcare. It's just so impossible. It's so frustrating. And it's like... We live in a very not family-friendly country. But how can politicians sit... How can people that call themselves family-oriented and family-first be like... 
Boo. Boo. Turn it down. Boo, child we, care. We have 12 weeks. Let's make it eight. Drop <laughs> yeah. it. Drop Nobody it. Nobody wants to work anymore. Kim Kardashian was right. Let's get the toddlers on the cart. So one person did the math. If they were to have two kids in daycare and their current salary, they would be making $100 a week. You can make that like literally like begging outside a gas station in less time. Becky, do it for the kids. Don't you Don't you care? You're going to spend the $100 on school supplies. You're going to bring it. For your own fucking classroom. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> well, you need a rug. Becky, we are aware that you have $100 and we really need some file folders. Oh, somebody was nursing and couldn't get time to do so adequately. So, which is illegal, but nobody cares. Like so many things. Yeah, well, it's funny. Somebody said that they started a PhD program and that was where they got the most support as a student in the PhD program versus any time as an educator. They were like, oh, fuck you, I guess. Okay, I still go to bed. I just realized what time it was. Bye-bye. Happy one year anniversary, Teacher Quit Talkers. This has been another episode of Teacher Quit Talk. We hope you have a great day tomorrow. Um, and if you want to quit because childcare is too expensive, we support you in that. We love you. Bye. Just as a disclaimer, because I am someone who is actively teaching, everything on this podcast is my personal opinion and does not reflect my district, my state, my employer, my students, or my admin. Everything on this podcast was recorded on personal time, on personal equipment, and is a completely separate endeavor from my school district. Yeah, leave her alone.